Hello everyone, this is Chris Bushhausen. I created this podcast because there's a lot of different issues that I want to talk about. Um, having, you know, lived in, you know, Indianapolis, Greenfield and so forth, uh, politics have been kind of a staple of American life with the recent election in 2016 and uh, the first election that I voted for, which was in uh, 2008. Um, fortunately, when I sent in my vote when I was overseas in Iraq, um, I wasn't able to vote and that was back in 2004. My vote never reached um, in time for that election. Um, but my name is Chris. Um, as many of you know, um, many of you know me that are listening to this, uh, I uh, have decided to run for Greenfield City Council District 1 um, for the election this year on the Democratic ticket. Um, there's a lot of good ideas that I have and many ideas, obviously, you know, my opponents have as well. Um, I'm not the type of person that goes, you know, everybody in the, uh, Republican party is evil. Everybody over here is evil. Um, I don't place a label on one specific group of people like many people do. I am running in the democratic ticket, but I am also the type that will listen to everybody and what they have to say, regardless if you're Republican, independent, democratic, it doesn't matter to me. Because to me, what matters is that we're establishing a better community, a better state, a better America. And if we listen to each other's ideas without walking away at the table and going, you know, this guy's an idiot or this, you know, woman's an idiot just because she's a different party. We have failed the American people, or as I like to say, we have failed the voters. Uh, There's a lot of things going on in America right now. We have... You know, in Virginia, we had the uh, vote go for full-term abortion, which I do not support, and that did get voted down, so I'm happy about that. Um, uh, There are certain instances towards the beginning of conception um, that I would support um, taking care of something like that, but that's only in terms of, like, rape or incest. Um, I mean, that's what I support is... Um, I'm not pro-abortion. Um, I am against, you know, people, um, women getting raped or, you know, having incest. Um, and then you look at New York and there's a lot of, you know, different things going on over there with the argument of, you know, Democrats support this, which is full-term abortion, which if you look at the actual writing of that whole entire, um, document, it states that only if the, um, uh, mom or mother is at risk or death or the fetus is at risk or death, um, I will read it more. I'm not going to get more into it because I don't live in New York. Um, we live in Indiana, which is typically, uh, we tend to, you know, support life here in Indiana. So with that being said, um, there's a lot of things going on in Greenfield as of lately. Um, I like that there's a lot of contested races going on, whether, you know, there's other Republicans challenging other Republicans or Democrats such as I and uh, <clears throat> other Democratic candidates in Greenfield challenging for other offices. Um, the only other office that Democrats have challenged, though, is the uh, mayor's office, and um, I wish my friend good luck on that as well. Um, we'll hopefully 
be able to include them on a future podcast on here. But uh, basically, um, in Greenfield, we have a lot of ongoing issues of the city council not really listening to what the public wants. Um, TIF funds were used for, I mean, I like the, uh, I like what they did with the whole, you know, three barriers, lights, but if you're on I-70 and you're traveling east or west, that really doesn't say, hey, that's Greenfield. And I still think they need to beautify the exit ramps and something kind of like what I've seen in Ohio or other places where it shows the actual city name. And I think that's very important. <clears throat> now, um, besides that, I've seen a lot of lack of development on the east side of you know, when you go north. Uh, if you're north of I-70 on State Road 9, on the east side of State Road 9, there's no development. We're only seeing development on the west Sorry. Yeah, on the west side. Make sure I get my directions right. Um, which we all know who's there. Alonco, we have um, Speedway and a couple of different factories over there, which is great for Greenfield. But I feel like what we're lacking in Greenfield and even in the county is we need to widen these roads. Um, there's a lot of roads leading to these factories that need to be widened. And also... We need more development, less gas stations. I mean, we got a million gas stations in Greenfield, which is, you know, fine, I guess, because you have, you know, 40 and you have State Road 9 leading off of 70. So it kind of makes sense to have gas stations for truckers. But here's the problem that I have. Straight off of I-70, that's fine if truckers are using that to gas up. But from what I understand, except for North uh, State Road 9 Speedway, there's really no spots for trucks to park. I mean, Walmart does have parking set aside, so wonderful, and a couple other places over there. So that's fine, and, and they need to get something to eat and everything. But if you're not stopping to do those things and you're just driving through Greenfield, what we need in Greenfield is something called a bypass. That bypass allows all truck traffic and through traffic to go around Greenfield. Doesn't mean that we don't have anything you know, built up around that bypass. <clears throat> gas stations and retail and stuff like that. But what it allows is the traffic that we've had an issue with since I've lived in Greenfield for the last five years, the downtown traffic during rush hour is horrendous. It's to the point where you avoid it at all costs past McKenzie because it turns into two lanes. We're not talking two lanes each direction. We're talking two lanes both directions. And... When you have one lane leading from McKenzie into downtown and then on, you know, US 40, because of the lack of space, it creates a lot of congestion. And uh, there's a lot of business fronts um, on Main Street or US 40 in that area that are suffering because of this, because you're stuck in traffic. But we have a lot of good staples in Greenfield, um, just to mention a few downtown. And that, I mean, that includes Greenfield Chocolates, um, Hometown Pizza. We've got a brewery called the Wooden Bear Brewing Company. Then you have over on the other side, Taste of Italy. And then you have the other restaurant um, that's owned by the same owners that own the mug. Um, 
and that's another great staple downtown. And we have a bunch of other small businesses that if I didn't mention, I'll mention in future podcasts. But the thing is, we need to work on talking to INDOT and the DPW and you know everybody get it, we, that we need to get involved and we need to figure out a way to get the traffic around there. We need another exit for Greenfield to help with the congestion of that traffic. Another thing we need to push for INDOT as well is our residents in Greenfield that have to get to work in Indianapolis have to deal with the the crazy two-lane traffic from State Road 9 to Mount Comfort. We need to ask the state, when in the future do they plan on adding three lanes each direction from State Road 9 to Mount Comfort? Because that would definitely cut down on congestion and accidents. There's a lot of accidents that happen from State Road 9 to Mount Comfort, and I think that would help out a lot of the residents here. And the district that I'm fine for, which is District 1, which I've lived in District 1 since 2014. First, I started off in the Keystone subdivision, creating the first uh, neighborhood watch program, which you know engulfed the whole entire Keystone subdivision. Um, and almost every single resident joined it, and it helped cut down on a lot of crime and problems that we were having because the residents joined together, and they helped fight crime and report it really fast or report suspicious activity on this forum that I created, which was just a basic, you know, Facebook group. That was the start of fighting crime in Greenfield. Um, Unfortunately, I had some other um, circumstances that happened that had me, you know, sell that house that I was in. Um, And uh, unfortunately, with, you know, some family circumstances that happens, um, currently, I live, you know, probably on the far west side of District 1 off of um, Bluestone Apartments at the current time until I buy a house later this fall. But I've lived in District 1 for five years now, and I've watched what's getting voted on, and I've watched what's happening, and I've listened to the complaints because I've watched comments and threads on Greenfield Reporter's website from people. I've talked to people um, in different aspects as a coach, as a neighbor, and the one thing that uh, they say Greenfield seems to lack for them is, you know, parks, activities, restaurants, and retail. And they said that's the main reason why they have to travel to Fishers, to Noblesville, to Eastern Indianapolis, to Castleton, to Greenwood. And guess what that means for the city of Greenfield? That means lost revenue. When you have lost revenue, guess what happens? You don't have a good tax base. Um, we have a lot of factories here. We have a lot of fast food options. We have Walmart. We have Ganner Mountain. What else do we have? Oh, we have Tractor Supply. We have one grocery store besides Walmart. I guess you could count the Supercenter as a grocery store. Um, oh, and we have Aldi's, my bad. So we have two grocery stores that are actual grocery stores, and then we have a Supercenter, Walmart. We lost Marsh. We don't have anything that's gotten replaced there. That's another problem is we have a storefront over there that's been vacant for who knows how long. Um, I think it's been up to two years now. 
and nothing has replaced it. We need to figure out a plan to attract some sort of business to that. Um, I would love to see a target. I would love to see a healthy food option, um, like a fresh time or something like that. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we also had a commitment from Coles, uh, which I'm glad Coles added a storefront, but they ended up downsizing it to a small storefront. So many people that I know um, are still traveling to you, Fishers to Noblesville to use their Coles because they have more options. So we're limited on our options um, in Greenfield, and I think we need to attract you know better restaurants, better retail, and we need to show them our demographic of how many residents we have and our you know our median income. And we uh, a lot of people from New Palestine and uh, Fortville, and possibly even McCordsville, and other surrounding towns around Greenfield depend on us for our retail and our restaurants, and we need to do a better job on that. We need to attract better retail. The small businesses are the main thing that we need to attract to Greenfield. Um, a lot of small business owners or franchise owners. Um, we recently had the addition of Buffalo Wild Wings, which was nice to see something new. Um, and I have heard rumors, not have, I don't know if it's been verified or not, that next to Buffalo Wild Wings, you're going to have a new sandwich place, um, which I'm not going to get into details who it is because if not, then, you know, then I'm just sitting here rambling on. But in my district, in District 1 off of uh, 400 East, uh, or also known as uh, J.C. Phelps Drive, um, from U.S. 40 to um, New Road or from, you know, U.S. 40 to 200 North, whatever you want to call it, um, I've been waiting on the city to widen that and add, you know, walkability along there. It has not happened in five years since I've lived here. A lot of residents depend off of that. You have a lot of houses over on the Keystone subdivision. I'm pretty sure it's over 250 to 300 houses now. The traffic is horrendous in the mornings. That and the road is not wide enough for traffic. If you're going northbound on J.C. Uh, Phelps Drive, you have... A lot of issues. Um, I posted a video on my Facebook uh, page. Um, it's called Christopher Greenfield City Council. But, I mean, the short name of it's Christopher Greenfield, if you were to type that in a Facebook search. And it showed I was ran off the road twice by trucks because the trucks are wider. So I had to run my car a little off the road in order to stay on the road. And that shows you the problems that we're having. We're not keeping up with infrastructure in Greenfield. Um, we need to make, uh, McKenzie and new road intersections on JC Phelps drive or 400 East. We need to make it safer four way stop signs or I think roundabouts are something that need to be looked at. And also we need to look at more retail development over there on top of what we already have with this residential, because I don't think residents have to travel two and a half miles just to reach, you know, gas station or, you know, simple stuff. But that's something to look at in the future. Also, something to look at is another exit, possibly off of 500 East or 600 East. Um, that cuts down on a lot of the congestion downtown as well and on State Road 9. State Road 9 is our commercial corridor. It's always going to be that way. But if we could get a lot of the traffic, the residential traffic that's not using it, 
for, you know, the commercial use, which what I mean by that is they're not getting off the exit and going to a restaurant or going to uh, one of the retail establishments, and they're just trying to get home, and they live on the eastern edge of Greenfield, where all the subdivisions are at, that new exit would be perfect for that. And of course, you would have a couple options retail-wise over there as well. Um, but widening a 400 East and adding retail options is one thing I would fight for as, you know, city council member of Greenfield. And then also looking at, there was a fire station that was supposed to be looked at being added on the corner of J.C. Phelps Drive and uh, Mackenzie and uh, have not seen any plans or any designs or anything for that. But I think it would help if we look into that and do a study on, you know, fire response times to that eastern edge of greenfield because here's three things that it cuts down it uh helps with life because now you're responding faster faster response times means uh, lives get saved faster um you're cutting down on fires burning longer Uh, so you have the first one paramedic response second one fire response but then the third one is insurance costs to homeowners in that area because the closer you live to a fire station, the lower your home insurance is. And uh, I know that being a homeowner, <clears throat> that that would have been even more beneficial to me. Even if it would have saved me $50 a year, that's $50 a year, you know what I mean? But we need to look at those different options there. Plus, it makes it more appeasing to businesses that might want to relocate in that area or more subdivisions that want to get built. Um, and another thing, uh, looking at, cause I have a lot of good ideas and, uh, and, uh, another one is we need to expand our park system. Riley park has been neglected for years. Um, finally we're getting, you know, the Riley pool updated, um, which it looks great. I give a congrats to all the city council members that made that happen including my challenger, uh, McDaniels. Uh, he uh, was the forefront of that, so I congratulate him on that. Um, but I was saying that since I lived in Greenfield in 2014 that we needed something like that um, because when I took my kids' places, I didn't go to the Greenfield Riley pool because it had limited options. It had a pool, and I had a pool in my subdivision where I lived at. So I would drive to Carmel, to Greenwood or to Plainfield or even to an amusement park just to have water slides and splash pads and other amenities. Now we're going to have that in Greenfield, which is great. But we need to continue to add on to Riley Park. We need to remodel it. We need to ensure that that creek does not affect that park at all. We need to figure out a flood plan through the, the state of Indiana, and we need to figure out a flood plan where maybe we make the playground a lot higher. Maybe not a lot, a lot higher, but maybe like five feet higher and uh, allow access to it so we just redevelop that whole entire park. And uh, we have the help of different you know businesses and things of that nature, so it doesn't all have to come from government funds. Um, you could ask, you know, one of the local um, companies that are here in Greenfield, whether they be small business or a corporation, to help sponsor a new playground, to help sponsor a new basketball. Well, the basketball court's fine, 
but to help a new, help sponsor a new skate park and that and this forth. Uh, it's happened in other communities that I've lived and uh, been in. A good example, this is a small community up in northwestern uh, Indiana. It's called Buffalo, Indiana. Uh, they asked the local business, which was Waste Management, to help sponsor their park. If you ever get a chance and you're in the Monticello area, which is home to Indiana Beach, go check that park out. That was sponsored by Waste Management and Liberty Landfill over there. It's probably one of the best city, it's probably one of the best town slash city parks I've ever seen. And it's a small town of maybe 500 people. But anyways, that's one way that we could redevelop that park is asking for the help of the community. Because the community always talks about Riley Park, but the main thing they always say is that it floods a lot down there. And that they would love to, you know, go to the playground more, but they want to have a playground with more, you know, options for their kids. So why not make it more friendly for the residents and have more options on there? Um, Maybe add more bike trails in Greenfield. We definitely need more bike trails to connect different parts of Greenfield. I think we need to make this a bike slash walk walkability slash running community. I think that would be great incentive for people to move out here. And you'd be surprised on how many people take advantage of that. I think we need to beautify State Road 9. State Road 9 is lacking a lot of beautification, which includes trees and sidewalks on both sides for walkability. Walkability ratings are very important in a city. You know what else is important? More police officers and more firefighters. I support expanding the police department to include adding six new police officers. And that would add more patrols in all three different um, shifts. And also, it would also create a safer greenfield. Right now, we have a total of 44 officers. I'd like to expand that over to 50 to 52. Um, And also, I think the Greenfield Police Department needs a new uh, building. I think the building is adequately served, you know, the city of Greenfield and the police department. But I think it's time that we look at replacement options to give them more space for interviews, interrogations, holding areas. And just flat out, just to have more room to do their job. Also, the fire department. Adding a new fire station and adding six to eight new firefighters. That makes it look like we're thinking ahead of the influx of people moving into our community. I don't know if many of you don't know this, but uh, Greenfield is a community of about 25,000 people right now. Which, you know, is not huge like, you know, Fishers or Carmel or Noblesville yet, but it's getting there. And if we do the right things as as city council members and as, you know, the mayor and we pass things that attract businesses and people to Greenfield to make it a more uh, better community, which means that, you know, we add these amenities and we add these things to attract new residents Greenfield flourishes and grows like crazy, but we need to maintain it and keep up with it or get ahead of everything. And one of those things is the roads I was talking about. We need to keep up with the roads and show that we care about it. And we need to show a, you know, we don't only, we don't only have Riley Park. We also have two other parks 
we have our big soccer field. Um, and uh, I don't have the names in front of me right now. I do know the names, but it's not coming to me right now. But we do have that huge soccer field park that also has the softball diamonds. And then we also have another park off of Fortville Pike that's really wonderful. And I'm going to highlight those parks in future podcasts. And I'm also going to highlight them in future Facebook Live videos. But there's a lot of different things that we've done right. We've done right on those three parks. But we need another park for the eastern part so they could have their kids over there. Guess what? People look at that when they're moving to a community. They want to know how good the schools are. They want to know what kind of retail and what kind of commercial development we have. They want to see how the roads are. They want to see how our public services are. They want to see how many parks we have. They look for all these different things because that's what people are looking for that are raising families. We have a friendly atmosphere in Greenfield. It's the main reason why I moved to Greenfield. That friendly atmosphere continues to this day. People are very friendly here. But many people need to understand as a community grows, diversity grows. And that's a good thing for the community because it offers more options for us, creates new residents. Of course, not everybody's going to be on board with a growing community. That's just the way it is. But understand this. It's good because more people include uh, more people means a larger tax base, which means more businesses, which means more jobs. And that's something Greenfield has done right. I have seen an influx and growing community. One thing I don't support, though, is giving a company, granted they've been here forever, I understand that, but a company to double the size of its establishment and to give them exactly what they wanted, which was a huge tax break for that, that added zero jobs. I do not support that. I will never support a company or a business that adds zero jobs. I think a partial tax break would have been fine, but the full tax break that they were asking for, for zero jobs, doesn't make sense to me. And, uh, that decreases the amount of taxes that we get in our city government. And obviously the county gets a chunk of that too. But we need to look at ways to attract businesses in a fairly unjust manner. And that includes looking at how many jobs they're going to add, what the total tax impact is going to be, what that's going to do for our community. Those are things we need to look at. We also need to look at making Greenfield a greener city, which the city is looking at. Adding, you know, electric power stations for electric vehicles, that's great. But we need to look at renewable options, possibly promoting recycling more. More renewable options. Um, and that's, I have more to add to this, but I don't want to keep this podcast going for more than 30 minutes. I hope you like my ideas. And I love the city of Greenfield. I've lived here, and I plan on living here in years to come. Um, I am a Democratic candidate, like I said, but I am not the type of person that deserves a label. I look at fiscal conservative spending, so I want fiscal spending to happen. I don't want us to spend or outspend to force us into, you know, bankruptcy or stuff like that. I want our credit rating to stay really good for Greenfield.
I don't want to, you know, create these projects that we can't afford. But what I do want to do is create things that matter to the residents and to listen to them. Do I support RVs being parked on the streets? No. Do I care if they're parked in people's driveways? No, unless they're rusted out hunks of junk and then I kind of care because then it decreases property values. That's the only time I'll ever care about something like that. But if we're going to care about people parking RVs in their driveway, then we also need to care about people parking their cars and blocking sidewalks as well. 72 hours a month is plenty of time to park on the street. After that, that needs to be parked in your driveway. And uh, that concludes my video. Sorry, not my video. That concludes my podcast here. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll talk about more important issues dealing with the area. I just wanted to point out the different things that I'm, you know, running for. And sometimes this is easier to listen to on a podcast than it is on a video. Um, But look for future podcasts for me. I'm Chris Bushhausen, running for Greenfield City Council District 1. And uh, have a great Friday. And uh, I look forward to uh, speaking with many of you around the community, uh, including businesses. I've spoken to some business owners already. And I hope to make this a great community for small businesses and other businesses to come and future residents of Greenfield and current residents of Greenfield. Thank you very much.